Welcome to a special instant replay edition of the Mic Drop, the official podcast of the Dallas Sports Commission. Kevin Sullivan here. While Sports Commission Executive Director Monica Paul and her team take a well-deserved break for a few weeks after that big FIFA 2026 World Cup news, we're going to play some of our favorite interviews from our first 69 episodes. This week, we focus on the 2026 World Cup, which, of course, is coming to AT&T Stadium. We hear from Dallas Cowboys EVP and Chief Brand Officer Charlotte Jones and FC Dallas President Dan Hunt, both who played enormous roles in the success of the Dallas bid. We hope you'll enjoy hearing them talk about the impact of bringing the world to North Texas in 2026. Monica, Next Level Marcus Carr, and I will be back with a brand new show on August 4th. In the meantime, enjoy this mic drop instant replay. this week of course we also observed veterans day and you and the cowboys are very involved in the national medal of honor museum coming to arlington uh, but also this week wwe announced a new multi-year partnership with them to help get it built help get the memorial built in washington help tell the stories of these incredible heroes who have won uh you know the the ultimate uh, uh honor why is it so important to you to to be involved in the national medal of honor museum well, I, I will say this first. I just want to, um, you know, thank our partners in WrestleMania for sharing the same passion uh, to salute our military heroes. Uh, you know, there are over 40 million men and women who have served or continue to serve in our armed forces. Uh, the Medal of Honor has recognized only 3,500 of them as the bravest of the brave in our country. And WrestleMania gets it. Um, I, I think your Cowboys family gets it. Of We would not be able to do what we do if it wasn't for their sacrifice to protect our democracy so that we can go pursue our own dreams and we can dream about setting the bar, bringing people in into the stadium and being a part of such an incredible experience. That wouldn't happen if, if these men and women didn't serve our country and protect our ability to do that. And for us, you know, we have always been grateful for the opportunities that come before us, but we really never, I felt, had the opportunity to recognize that sacrifice in a special of a way that we felt about their service. And along came this opportunity to build this incredible museum and to do it right outside of our doors and really stand beside these men that have their heroics is what um, teach us the importance of courage and sacrifice and patriotism. And when you talk about elevating your brand, if you have the opportunity to stand beside a Medal of Honor recipient, wow, that is impactful. And that certainly raises all boats. And, you know, for us this past weekend, we were able to make that recognition on the field and that announcement changed the stripe on our helmet to red, white, and blue. And I think everybody truly felt, you know, it was a powerful moment. We actually had Lee Greenwood on the field, all the branches of the military there and singing God bless the USA and the Medal of Honor recipient standing on the field. They said, they couldn't hear him sing 
And that's actually intentional because there's no speakers in the board down to the field because that interrupts our game of play, but they could hear every voice of those in the stadium. And wow, you know, if that doesn't give you chills of, you know, 90,000 people singing to you, um, how honored and proud they are to be a part of this great country and honor these, this incredible service. So we're just excited to be a part of this, this great journey. Um, we are so honored that WrestleMania and all that family and, and team of great people who appreciate our veterans have jumped on board uh, to make this happen, to be a part of this great journey. And, you know, it's a reason why you choose great partners. You, you try to choose like-minded people with similar visions and similar passions. And that's what we share with these guys. Yeah, I, I was thrilled to see uh, my old boss, uh, President George W. Bush there for the coin toss, but also there to meet the undertaker. I saw those <laughs> pictures. Uh, that came out later. So, you know, the world's colliding. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and I'm sure he, he enjoyed it uh, immensely. Now, Charlotte, you, we had a couple weekends ago, you know, all those delegates from FIFA and CONCACAF and U.S. soccer uh, on those site visits that Monica worked for years to put together. Uh, you know, give us the, the pitch that you gave them about why Dallas-Fort Worth is the best place for the World Cup in 2026 and why AT&T Stadium is the perfect venue for a World Cup final, uh, even uh, in 2026. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, I, I just, I, I can't say anything without um, giving Monica incredible kudos and our team here with Delaney and, and her staff and all, all of the group that has come together and have been working literally for years <laughs> on, on this effort um, to bring this incredible game to our stadium and to our city and our region. Uh, you know, this is, there. there is no bigger event in the world than the World Cup. And we certainly, uh, not only do we have the facility to be able to pull it off, but we have the region to pull it off. And when you think of an event like that, that has the magnitude of that, that needs a central location, that needs to have all of the main buckets covered from hotels to transportation to to transportation hubs of DFW, I mean, all of the big infrastructure to support that. Um, we are ideal in, in that situation. We are ideal in our location. We're ideal in how we are centered between the other places that they need to get to and from in the other countries that they need to get to and from between Mexico and Canada and beyond that there is not actually a better spot in our country or in any country than here to be able to host this. And, you know, we enjoy an incredible amount of eyeballs on, on what we do, the affinity that we naturally draw um, from, from what we do with the Cowboys to the Rangers and all of the great things that happen here to put DFW on the map and Texas on the map in terms of visibility. Um, if we can get this event here, um, we've got eyeballs from around the world. Uh, that will have a chance to see our region in action and all of this this greatness unveil before them. And I I'm, I can rest assured and I can say confidently there are no better hosts than Texans and there are no better people to actually produce and and draw than this this group of people that is is putting this effort forward. And see right there. She can make me cry all at one time <laughs> and get so fired up and excited. If I have a bad day, I just need to like call Charlotte, I think. Uh, Monica, I you might be crying day. because you're just exhausted. <laughs> so, I've, I've caught up on some sleep, but man, I couldn't have, have said it any better here. 
Um, Charlotte, I know you have, uh, you've got to have be in a, a different place. So I'm going to wrap it up right now. But um, I have to say that I do enjoy seeing you in that burnt orange color uh, <laughs> with your son Paxton uh, playing over at the University of Texas. I like those, those <laughs> horns being put up. So I do follow that. I very much like to see that. Um, and I have to echo something you said earlier. You talked about great partners. And I, I know you said, you gave me a lot of kudos in the sports commission, but I want to thank you and your team as well, because uh, I don't think we have better partners than your organization and the stadium and the entire crew that helped put that World Cup uh, bid together, as well as every other bid and uh, all the other events that we're working on. We do make a great team, and uh, I, I agree. Uh, Texans are uh, special people, and I think uh, Dallasites too. So um, with that, I did want to let you know, they did bring Andre the Giant with them. Uh, here, <laughs> he is on the field over there so if you need to go check your hand size again and get a new photo he's there for you they brought him from uh from headquarters <laughs> man I'm, I'm i am there i am absolutely gonna go do that <laughs> well charlotte thank you again for joining us uh, always a pleasure and uh, we'll talk okay. to you soon awesome thank you guys i really appreciate you especially you monica couldn't do it without you thank you and next up, one of my favorites here in the Dallas area, president of FC Dallas, chair of our World Cup 2026 bid committee, and 1994 World Cup ball boy, Dan Hunt. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Monica. Favorite. That's a great way to start my day. Hey, well, I, I, I try to do my best to, to make sure everybody's having a great day. Um, Dan, I have a lot of things I, I want to talk to you. Obviously, World Cup is a is a big topic uh, to, to note. Um, we had uh, your technical director, Andre Zanota, uh, over here, I think, a few weeks ago uh, to talk about FC Dallas and the developmental programs that you have and, and kind of how different they are from, you know, other leagues and developmental programs and, and how you really groom athletes uh, coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's something we do exceptionally well here. We develop great soccer players. Um, if you look at the number of players called in in the recent national team call-ups, a number of them have their background, their pedigree from FC Dallas. Um, we're excited for them. Obviously, the big news of the year was the Brian Reynolds transfer, um, which happened going to a, a historically great club in Roma in Italy. And I'm excited for Brian. He's such a neat young man. But we have so many boys and girls playing soccer, um, you know, for FC Dallas. Over, over 6,000 are doing it. And we have teams across the southeast. We've had incredibly good luck with kids out of Alabama. Um, too, with, with kids like Brandon Cervania, who's played in the national team, Chris Richards, who uh, is at Bayern Munich on loan at Hoffenheim right now. Um, so it, it, it's been a very, very fruitful market for us. Um, and so we just continue to develop players. A lot of work goes into this um, with these young people. I mean, a lot of them have started at the club at a very young age. Um, elegant players like Jesus Ferreira, who came to the club um, as an eight-year-old, and his father was, was one of the great players for FC Dallas. And we're seeing more and more generations of those players also like Dante Seeley and, and his dad, Scott Seeley played for the club and was a good goal scorer in MLS also. And Dante got his first goal recently. Uh, a lot of people here um, touch our youth development program from all sides and we watch these kids grow. So I, I'm excited about the future. <clears throat> we continue to have great ones. One of the really exciting ones is Justin Che, who's on loan right now too at Bayern Munich. 
Um, you know, he, he's got some national team stuff in the future for him, which is great news. Great kid, um, 17 years old. Uh, hard to believe these players get younger and younger and we keep getting older, but uh, the future is bright. And look, I look forward to developing girls that will eventually play for the senior women's national team too. We're starting to see a lot of youth national team call-ups on the girls' side. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to the point where we have young women in the senior squad, and, and obviously the U.S. women's national team is the best national team in the world right now and with the greatest legacy. And that'll be a big honor for this club, but we're spending a lot of time and effort on that too. Well, I love to hear that, Dan, because I, I get a lot of those questions, uh, especially as we're progressing through this World Cup bid of – you know, Monica, what can we do here locally to progress women's soccer? How can we, you know, how can we grow that here locally? So I, I love to hear uh, uh, what you're saying in terms of the growth there. Yeah, I mean, this is such a talent-rich market. Um, and I think, you know, professional soccer, women's professional soccer will come this way. And that's great. That's a really exciting thing. And, you know, somehow I'd love for us to be involved in that. Um, to um, trying to do all things soccer, um, but we're a big believer in in the game. And I have two young daughters, and I love supporting the women's programs. The, the, these women are great role models um, for my daughters and for young women across the metroplex. And you know, it, it'll happen here for this area, and, and I'm glad it will that uh, the women's game continues to grow. And I know we're talking 2026 World Cup, but I think there's a great chance that um, the next Women's World Cup after that. You know, Dallas-Fort Worth should be on the radar for sure to, to host those games. Um, and hopefully, you know, we, we can, you know, the goal here is obviously to try to get the final for the 2026 World Cup, but we should also be chasing the final for the Women's World Cup if the U.S. is awarded it. Well, I, I couldn't have said that any better, uh, Dan. So uh, we'd definitely be interested in a, in a Women's World Cup. Uh, um, obviously, you know, 2026 is our, our big focus right now. I can't thank you for for your leadership uh, enough and, and everything that you and your team have been doing. But, you know, what opportunities does Dallas have uh, in, in hosting this World Cup? What would it mean for the city and everyone involved from FC Dallas to our youth programs, uh, North Texas Soccer Association and the, and the breadth of youth and, and adult soccer players, the companies here? What, was it, what, what would a World Cup mean for us? Well, look, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this for a second to, to everybody listening. Um, Monica, you do a fabulous job for our community. The events that you've helped bring here um, and the funding that you help provide to make them happen, it, it shouldn't be lost on anybody, you and your entire team. And, and the city of Dallas has gotten behind this. These are great economic drivers. And I think you're, you're one of the best in the country at doing this. So just know we appreciate you at FC Dallas, but what this means for our community, they, they say the economic impact um, for the games alone could be between four and $500 million for, their, for our region. And if we're fortunate enough to get the International Broadcast Center, um, that's another hundred million of economic impact. But besides all that, it just grows the game of soccer. Um, it, it grows it. It raises the relevance. It raises the awareness. Um, it provides more opportunities for kids to play. And I know it's a men's World Cup. And again, I, I focus on, on the girls' side too, is it will provide more opportunities for girls to play soccer. We desperately need more fields <clears throat> in our communities. I think this could be a great boon for those, um, those fields and those communities where people are, or in, in a lot of these cases, cities are willing to invest because soccer Soccer is such a great youth sport. It gets kids outside doing healthy, active lifestyles. And look, we have a number of companies who participate, um, whether they're a partner of FC Dallas 
whether they're uh, uh, another company that sponsors, you know, a different league of soccer, a lot of them have an interest in the game and a lot of their employees do too. We're going to be bringing the highest level of soccer in the world to our great community in 2026. And what a great opportunity for people to go see these superstars play. It's a really special experience. Like you said, I was the ball boy in 94 and I've been to every World Cup since 1986. Um, it was a family trip that we did with my dad and to get to experience the world and cultures and this is one of the greatest commercials that we could ever have for Dallas Fort Worth. It's we live in an amazing city. It is so dynamic. The economics and the economic drivers are unbelievable. What we're seeing in the real estate market um, and all the commercial development going along with it. And we have two great airports. Um, right here in a number of private airports around the community you know our public transportation continues to grow this is an incredibly affordable city for the world cup too sometimes you travel places where hotels are so incredibly expensive um, and transportation is so expensive and complicated and i think we will do a great job of this here and also you know <clears throat> if you look at our venues at&t stadium and obviously we're intimately familiar with it from our association in the nfl is a great economic driver I mean, the stadium, what it can accomplish um, should be a big win for FIFA and the number of fans that we can host there. I mean, you're talking upwards of between, you know, 85 and 100,000 people potentially for games, depending on how we have to configure the field. That is amazing. Um, and so I think it'll be a great venue, but we have, you know, places like Toyota Stadium and Toyota Soccer Center here, which will be a great training facility. This is something we haven't spent a lot of time talking about, but I'm very focused on. You know, Dallas-Fort Worth being in the middle of the country should host a number of national team uh, training centers because it's easy travel to different cities um, and internationally if you need to go play games in Mexico or even Canada. Um, so we're in a great location to host, you know, three, four national team training centers. So there's so many things that our community can offer. We will, you know, be a huge beneficiary of this, not just at FC Dallas, but our great city, because there's almost no better commercial for Dallas-Fort Worth than World Cup 2026.